Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Presence Coaching Podcast. I'm your host, Dante Hitt, and I teach you how to meditate and get present to the moment. In this episode, we're going to talk about morning and evening routines. Oh, oh, do you have one of these? Do you have a morning routine? Do you have an evening routine? Is this important? Should you even have one? How to make one? What sorts of things should you include in the routine? All of these and more we shall address and talk about in this episode. So after reading How to Break the Habit of Being Yourself by Mr. Doctor, Mr. Doctor, <laughs> by Dr. Joe Dispenza, uh, going through his course on Gaia, I guess it's more like a TV series, but I take it more as a course because every damn sentence that guy that comes out of that guy's mouth is gold. After going through that and now going through it again, taking extensive notes and reading a whole bunch of other material related to neuroscience, neurochemistry, meditation, epigenetics, uh, our biology in general, how, how the mind operates, how brainwaves function, I've come to realize that most of our day, every single day, is the same damn day, like again and again and again. We wake up and we, we have the same problems. We have the same identity. We have the same thoughts. 90% of the thoughts that we think, by the way, on average, 60 to 70,000 thoughts per day. That's how many thoughts we have. Out of those thoughts, 90% of them are the same exact thoughts that we had yesterday. Now, if we had the same 90% thoughts we had yesterday, those 90% thoughts are going to produce the same feelings. Now, if we are thinking the same things every day, feeling the same way every day, that's going to lead to us taking the same actions every day. If we take the same actions every single day, they're going to lead to the same outcome. If we have the same outcomes, we have the same exact life. Now, your personality is how you think, how you act, and how you feel. Your personality creates your personal reality. So, where am I getting with all this? If we're doing the same stuff every single day, we're going to be the same person creating the same life. Nothing is going to change. That's the definition of insanity. Doing the same thing over and over and over again, expecting a different result. Hoping, secretly hoping. Why is it a change? Where's my yacht? Where's my body? Where's my amazing relationship? What the hell's going on? What we have to do is begin to change our daily routine. To change to break the habit, if I steal this from you, Mr. Dr. Joseph, <laughs> Joe, Joseph, Joe Dispenza, if I take it, one from your book, take a, a page from your book, we have to break the habit of being ourself. And this requires consciously looking at our thoughts and emotions on a daily basis. What are the same thoughts that we think every day? Catching ourselves when we think, oh, no, I thought this yesterday, no more. I will not think this thought. I will change it. I will wire in new thoughts, okay? That's a, that's a topic for, for a different video, though. It's, that's more practical how, how-to. And this will also be a little bit more practical how-to, right? What are the routines that are going to be the most beneficial for your life? If we're having the same day again and again and again, almost like Groundhog Day, then the solution is to change what we're doing on a daily basis so we do not have the predictable same outcome, same future, same day again and again and again. So when you wake up, I'm going to give you some, some ammunition, okay? I'm going to give you some, some creative ideas, some, uh, some stuff to work with here, some clay to work with. Number one, checking your phone the first thing when you wake up. This is the guilty pleasure of 
most everybody on the planet who has a cell phone. We wake up, as soon as our eyes are open, we go grab our phone, which is usually laying right next to us. So don't check your phone for the first hour of your day. I understand this is asking kind of a lot because how are most people's days structured? We wake up, we check our phone, and then we usually go right into, okay, maybe sitting there for a little bit, a couple minutes, five minutes, quickly getting up, showering, getting dressed, maybe eating something. What, what are we usually eating? Cereal, some kind of uh, maybe pastry, right? Oh God, I'm, I've, I've divorced myself from so many foods that I, I kind of have trouble like even thinking, conjuring up examples of what, I don't know, Pop-Tart, what people might eat. Pop-Tarts, French toast, I don't know. You, you stuff some food down your, your face and then you, you quickly go out to your vehicle and then like you, you zoom off to your job. Now, this is, this is very, very bad for many, many reasons. We're in this rushed state, okay? If the first thing we do when we wake up is we check our phone, we're instantly putting ourselves in a state of reaction. We are reacting to the body's need, to the body's addiction, dependency on, oh, is it really us who, who, who's going, you know what, today I'm awake now, so you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna pick my phone up and look at stuff that has no real value to my life. I'm gonna scroll, I'm gonna watch stuff, I'm gonna check my email, I'm gonna check my text messages, and, and start reacting to what other people want, to other people's lives, instead of focusing on how I wanna to feel today, what I wanna do for today. So cutting out this habit is huge, okay? Cutting out, checking your phone. Don't do it, stop, stop the madness, okay? Just stop it, no more, cut it out. We are no longer checking our phone. Block out an hour, okay? Wake up earlier if you have to. Set aside an hour and make that hour focused on you, not reacting to the world, not checking your email, which is just this nice, organized center for other people, other people's agendas, other people wanting stuff from you. Make it about you. So when you wake up the night before, keep your, keep your phone on airplane mode, okay? That way you can still use the timer, you can still get up, but you have no notifications. And then just wake up and put the stop, push stop on, on the alarm, and that's it. Boom, you're done. That's all, you know, the, the, that's all the activity from there that you're gonna have with your phone. Now, next, meditation, okay? Everybody on the planet should be meditating, why? If we are reacting to the same thoughts and feelings every single day, why are we reacting to them? Because there's not enough awareness to actually view them, to actually understand, oh, this is the same thought I thought yesterday. Wow, this is the same emotion that I continually feel on a daily basis. Emotions are addictive. We come to depend on the emotions. We come to depend, our bodies become dependent on the chemical. And after a while, if you routinely are in a state of worrying, then your body becomes conditioned to worry and to fire those same neural pathways. And as you fire, neuron, neural pathways that fire together, wire together. So every time you think a worried thought, it gets easier to think a worried thought again. That pathway gets stronger. And then every time we think about something that, that we're worried about, our brain can't tell the difference between it being, oh, it's just a thought, and it being something that's actually happening. We think back on the past, and we project on the future. Our brain doesn't know the difference. So it creates the same chemicals in our body. So we become stressed. It knocks us out of homeostasis. When we are stressed, our brain waves go from low beta, which is good for social 
you know, socializing, learning something to mid beta, which is good for taking tests, for actually learning and, and applying information to have things sink in. And it goes straight to high beta waves, high beta waves. A, a good sign you're in high beta is you keep looping on a person or a thing or a problem. You keep looping on it. Your focus is super narrow versus expansive versus ah, you're actually looking around, you're appreciating stuff in your environment. You are in a state of stress. Your brain is overanalyzing everything. It's jumping from problem to problem to problem to problem to problem to thing to thing to person to person. And it's erratic and compulsive and obsessive and not in a good way. So when we meditate, we are calming the overanalytical mind and we're bringing ourselves from high beta to mid beta to low beta to alpha. Alpha waves are amazing. This is when you get relaxed. You're in this nice, lucid state. You're calm. You're in this place of awareness. You're aware of your body. You're aware of your breathing. You're calmed down. You're not analyzing stuff. You feel love. You feel gratitude. You can connect to these emotions easier because you're no longer stressed out. When you're not stressed, when you're not in high beta, overanalyzing everything, your heart rate slows down and starts beating coherently. Your brain starts working in unison. Your brain and your heart start working together. When you're stressed out, your brain is firing incoherently. It's going from person to person, place to place, like a pinball machine. And that's not good, okay? Your heart starts beating faster. It's in a state of stress. It's in a state of fight or flight. I think there's a danger, there's a problem. And when there's danger, we need more blood in our extremities. So, that we can run, we can fight, or we can hide. So now, your, your brain is this lightning storm of problems and, and negativity and worry, stress, your heart beating super fast, and you're suffering emotionally. You're not, you don't feel good. Emotionally and also physically, this leads to the breakdown of the immune system, so you get sick more easily. So you develop autoimmune diseases, cancer, all sorts of very, very, very bad health issues and illnesses. So meditation allows us to calm the overanalytical mind and get our heart and brain beating coherently and in unison, right? The, the brain working in unison, the, the heart beating coherently, and together they're working in unison. And when that happens, we have a, a great deal of energy to use that's freed up when we're projecting, thinking about problems, ah, this, 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 our life force is literally being injected and invested into these, these negative thoughts, creating negative emotions, creating stress. So as we stop doing that, we take a lot of our energy back. We take a lot of our power back. We feel amazing. We start creating happy chemicals, oxytocin, right? All the serotonin, dopamine. We start regulating our emotions without needing the external environment to do that without needing to smoke the cigarette to, to wake us up, without needing the hit on the pie, without needing to scroll on Instagram to see memes, without needing the caffeine to boost us. So I would meditate for 15 minutes. Start there. And pick, select a guided meditation. And if, if you can find a guided meditation with, with deep breathing, that's really good as well. As you're meditating, sitting there is good, but as you breathe deep, That's telling your body, after you do it enough times, that it's safe. 
It'll calm it down. It'll help with that process of relaxing and calming the mind, okay? Bringing you down to alpha from high beta to calm alpha. And alpha is actually the subconscious, so you become more suggestible. You can actually make a lot of changes when you're in alpha state. So, and we'll get to that a little bit, a little bit later. So, meditate. Start with a 15-minute guided meditation. If it has breathing in it as well, it's guiding you to breathe, that's, that's amazing. That's, that's a plus. Now, you have, number one, you wake up, you do not check your phone first thing. You go straight into, number two, meditation, okay? You meditate, you calm the overanalytical mind. Calm down, relax, relax. Number three, next step. How do you want to feel today? What's the greatest quality you can embody today? What's the greatest expression of yourself? How would that person feel? What would that look like? How would you walk? How would you breathe? Focus on that. Feel that. You're coming out of the meditation session in alpha, so it's going to be very easy to do this. And because you're coming from alpha in that subconscious state, you're in your subconscious, you're also in your conscious mind. It's this, it's this nice uh, you know, limbo, this nice sweet spot of both. You're more suggestible so that you can hook into that state a lot easier and have it stick. Okay, boom. Then take 10 minutes to list what you're grateful for. Put yourself in a state of gratitude. Focus on what you appreciate about your life. Then, next, focus on how you want your day to go. Visualize how you want your day to go. What do you want to get done? How do you want to feel while you're doing those things? See, most people, they react, they get up, they start, they rush into their day and they're reacting to everything. Just, it's like they're under the gun of, of stress, of problems, like, oh, I gotta, oh no, and they have, they have not created their future, they're reacting. And it's the predictable future. They're continually thinking the same thoughts, reacting in the same way. So visualizing how you want your day to go, focusing on, okay, what are the big goals today? What are the big projects I wanna get done today? It's huge, it's everything. Consider downgrading from coffee or energy drinks to tea. The first week, it's gonna, it's gonna be kinda of hellish because your body's addicted to the caffeine, after the first week, tea is going to, black tea is going to feel like the coffee, the energy drink. It's gonna have the same effect, but it's not going to release as much, it's not gonna be as much caffeine, number one. It's not gonna have all these chemicals, and, and it's not gonna be this, this big hit, which is going to make you stressed out. Caffeine makes us stressed. So, Downgrading the tea is a good option if you're dealing with anxiety, if you're feeling rushed, if you are stressed out. Taking an ice shower. Another thing you can layer in to your morning routine. What? Ice shower? Why are you crazy? What? Ice shower is amazing. Number one, it wakes you up. Number two, it gets you present at the moment. When you step into that shower and you feel that cold water on your feet, you're not thinking about anything else but, oh my God, this is gonna suck. Number three, the health benefits of exposing ourselves to the cold is huge. It helps the immune system, your cardiovascular system lights up, your breathing, deep, your breathing deepens. If you want to learn more about this, go check out Wim Hof on YouTube. There's tons of, of podcasts, tons of YouTube videos explaining why cold therapy is amazing. Going into your eye shower is amazing for you. Breathing deep is why it's amazing for you. You can literally tap into your autonomic nervous system in control. Wim Hof is somebody who 
they injected, scientists injected him with an endotoxin, with E. coli bacteria. And as he began to get sick, he used these breathing techniques to tap in to his autonomic nervous system and beat off and fight off the bacteria. And he didn't get sick, had no symptoms. That's crazy. So we have that ability. This also impacts depression, anxiety, all these things. It all comes from stress. Stress, all of those things are, are sub category of stress. Stress is the culprit. And uh, ice showers help with inflammation. Inflammation causes stress. It also causes diseases and autoimmune diseases and cancer. Inflammation is not good for the body. So layer in ice, ice showers, really, really powerful. Okay, what you eat affects how you feel and how you think. So cut out meat, a great documentary revealing how detrimental and quite frankly disgusting meat is for our bodies. I used to love meat and to this day I can remember it. Meat does taste delicious. I'm not saying meat's disgusting in terms of it tastes disgusting. No, meat tastes delicious. It smells amazing too. But the effect on our body, oof, that's disgusting. That is gross. So watch the Game Changers documentary on Netflix to learn more about that. Meat is toxic. Uh, processed foods, toxic. Wheat, oh my God. Wheat is not the wheat it was 40 years ago, okay? Wheat is toxic. Cereals, br oh, bread, fuck. Cut out milk, dairy, toxic. Terrible. Stop drinking milk. Milk is just flashed, flash-heated milk from, from the cow that is has been flash-heated to kill everything in it. So there's no bacteria, but there's also no good stuff. And then added with sugar, it's just a sugary, dead drink that we're drinking along with cereal, sugary foods. Sugar is horrible for our body, okay? Processed sugar, refined sugar, terrible. Okay, sugar they put in cereals, terrible for our bodies. It's literally going into our gut and it, the wheat cuts our gut up. And then when, our, when our, the lining of our gut is being cut up, which is where leaky gut syndrome comes from, when our gut gets cut up, then all the stuff from our, from our stomach, candida, all these different things start bleeding into our bloodstream start seeping through these, these little cuts into our bloodstream, which not only makes us tired, but our body goes, oh, this shouldn't be here, and starts attacking the things in our blood, which leads to autoimmune diseases. Now your gut, the lining of your gut grows back. It heals. But after a certain point, it stops doing that. And then, boom, you got some serious problems. You got some serious complications. Maybe it stops growing at the age of two years old. Some people, it's 25, 30 why mess with the odds? Why mess around, okay? I don't wanna wait for some disease, some calamity, some diagnosis, prognosis to, to strike until I make changes. I wanna go, no, 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 no. I, I, I don't want that, I'm gonna change now. So what we ideally should be eating are fruits and vegetables, okay? Cut out meat, cut out wheat, cut out dairy, uh, cut out processed foods, cut out the cereal, cut out the milk. You're gonna feel a lot better. All right, but uh, so I don't feel like it. I'm uh, gonna taste. I understand our body's conditioned to eat this way. There's so much propaganda, right? The the food pyramid. What a load of shit. The what our parents told us to eat, culture, society. What we see most people eat, right? Cut out soda. Oh my god, cut out soda. Shit, energy drinks. Just stop. That has a major significant impact on how we think and feel. Okay, there's conditioning there. We're addicted to these things, but we have to start taking control of our bodies. 
saying, no, I'm in control, body. I know the meat's delicious on your tongue. I understand, but it's literally rotting in our stomach for significant amounts of time and causing severe amounts of inflammation. Our libido goes down. Go watch the, the Game Changers Net documentary on Netflix and you'll, you'll see what I'm talking about. You'll know what I mean. But like, no, like I'm in control. This is what this podcast is about. You taking control, you and I taking control of our thoughts and our emotions to become conscious, to become aware, not unconscious, not at the effect of the body. Well, I don't feel like it today. Uh, um, which is really its way of saying, I'm protecting you, man, woman. You've been acting this way. You've been living this way for so many, so many years, so much time. Now you want to change. Look, you've already built the neural pathways to this behavior, to this thought, to this feeling. You've already released the chemicals again and again and again. I'm on autopilot. I'm doing this for you. I'm making sure you get the chemicals of worry. I'm making sure you stay the same so you survive, so you're okay. I'm giving you what you wanted. No, this is not what I want. This is not how I want to feel. This is not what I want to think. I'm done being worried, depressed, stressed out. I'm done being sick. I'm taking back control. So consider what you're eating in the morning. Uh, consider maybe meal prep, okay? Consider if you have to go to a job that you skip eating first thing in the morning. You, you take up something like intermittent fasting. So you don't eat till midday, 1 p.m., 2 p.m., 3 p.m., and then you eat, which fasting in and of itself, intermittent fasting, has great health benefits. Uh, you have more energy, you're more focused. You can look into that as well. So the first hour, that's, that's the big, that's the big section that we want to look at for the morning routine, for the evening routine, the night routine. Now, as I'm recording this podcast, it's currently, as I look at the clock, 9.05 PM. So I have some stuff I got to edit and post up. I want to edit and post up. Uh, some content to make and I'm going to read and I'm shifting my sleep schedule schedule, excuse me, around to waking up at 6 p.m. No, excuse me, 6 <laughs> 30 uh, a.m. Sorry about that. I was putting the tape back on the the little lens of my laptop. So 6 30 a.m. That's my new wake up time starting tomorrow. So 10 p.m. is when I want to start winding things down. Okay, so what am I going to do? I'm going to do my Wim Hof deep breathing exercises. And you can look him up on YouTube to, to see what I'm talking about. Wait, it's where you inhale and let go 30 times. And then you hold your breath. After letting it go, you hold your breath. This is the retentive breath. And then you do three rounds of that. And that's tapping into your autonomic nervous system. It's putting more oxygen into the body. It's helping me get more relaxed. I'm going to take 10 minutes to go over what I'm grateful for. I'm gonna set a timer on my phone. What am I grateful for? I'm going to take an ice shower, okay? Um, I would make sure I stop drinking caffeine at 5 p.m. so that it's not in my system keeping me awake late on into the night. I'm gonna stop checking my phone after posting a few things here. And definitely by 10 p.m., I'm going to stop checking my phone. I'm going to set my alarm, and I'm going to put my phone on airplane mode so nothing will pop up. No notifications will get my attention. I'm going to read. I'm going to read this book, OK? 
okay? I'm committing myself to reading one book a week. So I'm gonna read this book. I'm gonna calm down. I'm going to calm down. I'm going to relax. I'm gonna give myself an alpha state. And because I'm structuring my day in this way, I'm not, like my brain's not racing right now. I'm not worried about stuff. I'm in a pretty creative, relaxed mood. So I'm not thinking about lots of stuff right now. That's gonna allow me to go to sleep. Okay, I'm also gonna throw a, a workout in here before I go to bed as well. So I should probably wrap this podcast up. <laughs> I have a few things to do. So th- those, are, those are some ideas, okay? Those are some ideas. Reading is, is helpful because it helps you relax. Uh, watching a movie, it'll put you in an unconscious state. It'll put you in a derpy state. You're going to be thinking about stuff afterwards. It's going to make it harder to go to sleep. It's, I, I like ending my day going over helpful material, empowering material. Relaxing, doing deep breathing, going over what I'm grateful for. Helps put me in this relaxed state, this, this grateful state, this happy state. And setting an intention. How do I want to feel when I wake up tomorrow? How do I want to feel? Giving thanks for my day. Calming down. Relaxing. There's nothing else to do. Okay, tomorrow, we'll get up and start again. But right now, we're going to relax. We're going to calm down. So, I hope I gave you a lot of useful tools to integrate into your morning evening routine. And I hope I inspired you to get a morning and evening routine. It's super, super powerful. If we are not deciding and dictating how we're going to feel in the morning and we're instantly launching into reactivity, reacting to other people's agendas, what's going on in our world, our problems, ah, stress, then we're living the predictable future, the predictable Groundhog Day again and again and again. If we don't have an evening routine, Chances are we're going to stay up to the wee hours of the morning thinking about shit or looking at shit or scrolling at sh- on shit or watching videos. We're going to be stressed out. And then we wake up and then we're stressed out. And we go to sleep. and we, Usually we can't go to sleep. We're stressed out. We're getting less sleep. We need more caffeine. The, the caffeine makes us more stressed out. We're already in a stress state, so that gets worse. Then we get less sleep, need more caffeine, and it's this vicious cycle. So I hope this episode inspires you to break out of that cycle. Thank you so much for listening. Please share this with one person that you think it'll help so we can spread this movement. I can build the following up and we can help more people. Thank you so, so much for listening. I appreciate you. I love you.